You're listening to episode 146 of the Product Boss Podcast. And we wanted to jump in before we jump into the podcast and talk a little bit about what we're seeing in terms of shifts, evolutions, and strategies that are happening during the time of social distancing and COVID-19. So as we go through this podcast episode, which is an amazing interview, we want you to think about, and what we're seeing in terms of trends is that there will be an evolution into hygiene, clean body or clean beauty, clean products and vegan products. So with what's happened right now, where this disease has been going around being thought of that it has come from an animal, that people are going to shift away from animal byproducts or things that are tested on animals. And there will be this, this shift in consciousness of consumerism. Right. I think people will just simply be more self-aware of the fact that they should be washing their hands. They should be realizing what's ingested in their body, even if it's, you know, through their armpits in this case, right? Because she, we interview her about the deodorant that she came out with. So really the shift of consumer buying and, and what they're putting towards their own health and wellness. And also just thinking about sustainability and thinking about the environment. There are so there is so much right now coming up for people and people's priorities will be shifting or they will be more cautious of something. So we want you to just think about this. She came out with this business before this, but right now where she can lean in truly is that she has a clean product, a vegan-based product. It is um, Smell Sweet Company. It is a uh, USDA organic vegan deodorant. And there's just a lot that she can do because even if it's a trend, it's where the consumerism will lean to. So as you go through this, think about your business. Think about how people are shopping from home and trying to make their home a better and more inviting place. And then also when they're thinking about, like Mina said, hygiene, clean beauty, and how they take care of themselves and their immunity. Yeah. So let's get started. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlo-Sita, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. And introducing the other half of the Product Boss, Jacqueline Snyder. She has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my wonderful co-host, Mina Kunlo-Sitep. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So today we are really excited to have a very special guest with us. We have CEO and founder of the Smell Sweet Company, Rachel Ricker, with us. Hey, Rachel. Hi, ladies. Thanks for having me. We're so excited to have you here. So, Rachel, tell our listeners about your product. What do you sell? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like you said, Jacqueline, I'm the founder and CEO of Smell Sweet Company, which is an e-commerce shop offering USDA certified organic deodorant and other natural body products such as masks and scrubs. And we are a female focused brand. Yay. <laughs> uh, providing women a um, 
truly trustworthy experience, I guess you could say. So they feel confident in the products they're putting on their body only contain the highest quality safe ingredients. And, and unfortunately, as many women probably know it, it's not easy. <laughs> it's not right. easy at all um, with all the mis-messaging. And, you know, and that's really a driving factor of why I started Smell Sweet Company. Um, I, was, I was personally in search of a really clean, transparent, deodorant company that also met my needs ethically. And I, I, I couldn't find it. So I said, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it myself. <laughs> Amazing. So how long have you been in business? So uh, we officially launched uh, May of 2019, so about 10 months from official launch. However, I would say probably equal amount of 10 months went into maybe a little less product development and research and all that went into it um, before we could obviously launch. Right. Yeah. People, some people want to launch something in a couple of days and it's like, or a couple of months, you're like, nope, there's a lot of development time and then production time before you actually come out exactly. with your product. Especially if you're going to get like certifications, like going through the USDA certification is not quick and it, and it shouldn't be. And that's what, you know, why it makes it so difficult to achieve. Um, so yeah, that added some, some time. <laughs> what background do you come from, Rachel? So I actually went to a big entrepreneurial college here over on the East Coast. I'm based in New Hampshire, um, Babson College. I don't know if you guys are familiar, but um, so my background is in entrepreneurship and finance. And freshman year, we run our own business. So that's where I kind of started a little bit of getting that into my bones and my blood is in college. So I have that background. And then I'm also the director of a global operations transformation for a Fortune 50 company. So I do that as well. <laughs> tell us about that. Uh, tell us about the business you started then while you were in college. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's, <laughs> it was fun, exciting, but it was also super scary as just, you know, a kid, 18 years old, uh, running your own business while, while with a group. So, um, yeah. So what happens is freshman year, they have, so freshman year, they throw you into it. Um, it's called uh, Fundamental Management Experience or FME. And it basically the first half of the semester, they give you a crash course in every possible area of a business. So HR, ops, tech, um, accounting, you know, everything. And then the second half, you you develop business ideas, um, your, your class gets split up into groups, and then you pitch those ideas. And then what wins, and you develop a detailed business plan. And then you, act, you, you legit run a business. But what's great about it is you have your professors guiding you. Um, and then you, you have different roles. So you have you know, someone who does HR, or someone ha- who's focused on marketing, etc. Um, I was always in operations because that's just my brain. <laughs> Just ops. I'm not creative, I guess you could say. I don't have that, I don't think. I don't have the marketing. Um, so we literally run our business. It was called Fuzzy Wraps. <laughs> I still crack up on that. Um, and it was just those, it was like fleece blankets that you could um, embroider. So we like had Babson embroidered or, you know, Mom of the Year, or and you could pick colors. And, it, and this was before Etsy. So this was like, you know, 20 years ago. And, and this was really new to be able to do something like this so customized. Um, and, you know, that's when my, 
my brain started thinking like if fuzzy wraps can be successful because I think we were like either second or third out of all the FME classes in profitability. So I'm like, if fuzzy wraps can be successful, like, oh my gosh, what other, what other things could be like successful? So it definitely got my brain thinking about that. Um, but I was always, I don't know if I'm more traditional in my mindset, but I always thought, you know, you go to college, you get a corporate job, you get married, you have babies, you know, then I guess, you know, that old fashioned tale. (laughs) (laughs) So entrepreneur, entrepreneurism obviously was in you, you as a teenager decided to go to the college that you went to and you had this really cool experience. So let's um, fast forward to 10 months ago, um, launching Smell Sweet Company. So you had the idea that because you could not find a product that you wanted to use on your body and you created this product. So tell us a little bit about your launch and uh, maybe some things that happened that you weren't expecting. So I, I knew I wanted to make a change. You know, I was I was walking down the I was walking down the aisles of Target, my favorite place, and that's when I noticed there was really nothing that I could find that I even knew how to pronounce ingredients on the label, even some of the natural ones. And and that's when I really just started to research. I did so much research. I actually took online courses about ingredients and development and what 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 ingredients play in deodorant and why they're used and also what ingredients some companies use because it's cheaper. Um, and I just, I just immersed myself. I found it so interesting and I couldn't stop. Um, so I just started really researching it. And then my first goal was to find a manufacturer. So with being USDA certified organic, you also need the facility that the product is manufactured at to be certified as well. So they go through, uh, uh, they go through QAs, like the USDA comes in, checks out their um, uh, facility, and they have to get recertified every single year. So I knew there that was far and few between. There's not a lot of places. So I, I would say that was my first thing I really wanted to do was find a facility that was great, a manufacturer um, that also had a, a contact with labs to, to develop my product. Um, and that's what I spent a lot of months on just really researching uh, a lot of, to be honest, the USDA facilities that I found were in the Midwest. Um, and I don't know why, <laughs> but that's what I found. Um, and so that was a lot of research on Google, but I also use contacts from, you know, my, my college as well. Being from, from Babson, we do have a lot of great contacts. So I'm all for for networking and, and, and using those. Um, so I found my manufacturer. We worked extensively on the formulation. And then when I got that solid, I knew I wanted to really focus on my branding because that's something that I'm not the greatest at. I, Like I said, I'm an ops tech mind, not so much the creative. So I just researched and I knew I wanted to use a female because I'm a female-focused brand. So um, I just found someone that I thought would fit perfectly. And to be honest, they weren't too, too expensive because I'm funding this all myself. And um, just really create a fun, feminine, pretty uh, wellness brand. Um, a lot of wellness brands use kind of like muted colors or you know, want to look the natural route. Um, and I was like, it, it can still be luxurious and, and, and 
bright and pretty and and not and still be organic. So um, yeah, so I, I worked on the branding with them for a while. Um, and then packaging, you know, all <laughs> there's so much that goes into it. So it definitely took months and months and months. And again, I was doing this at night, you know, I was putting in the work at night and on the weekends and after I put my kids to bed because I had a, a day job and that's the one that pays the bills. So that's my focus. Um, and, you have two, and you have two kids, right? I do. Um, so let me ask you a question really quick because we're talking about packaging and USDA and organic and sort of like the red tape or whatever you had to kind of go through. How about the, the vegan and cruelty-free logos? Yes. So those are also, you need, you need to be certified to use those. Um, if you want to use the exact logo. So my process look like, so it's all worked through with my manufacturer. So I pay my manufacturer and they work directly, which is awesome with, um, with PETA. So there's two different ones for um, cruelty-free, Leaping Bunny and PETA. We have both certifications, but some companies just have one or none. Um, and then vegan is another certification that's separate and they they did it with me, for me. So um, yeah. So the facility that you make it in also has to be certified. Okay. Yep. So then, so we know that you have the deodorants, which are beautiful and the smells, um, you know, like you call it luscious lavender, for example, like some really great descriptors. But something that I find really interesting is that you have other products that aren't, they're, they're kind of new. So you have underarm care. So underarm face masks or sorry, underarm masks <laughs> that detoxify. Um, so did you, when you launched your business, did you start with all of these products or were these products you know, secondary that were rolled out later. Yeah. No, I launched all of them. And okay. as you, and so the prep suite detox, detoxify was, is really important to launch in parallel with my deodorant because in all my research, I realized how important it is. And it's such a step that people don't even think it's needed, but the odor is actually coming from the bad bacteria that feeds off like your dead skin cells and your underarms. I know it sounds gross, but it's true. And it, no matter what you do when you are clean, you still have that. So it just pulls all that guck out. Um, I actually use it almost daily. Um, so consistency is key. And I knew it needed to be in parallel to get the full effect of an organic deodorant. With, with non-organic, like ones that have aluminum, um, so antiperspirants, you don't really need that as much because what that does is it seeps into your pores and is more of a blocker. Um, so it, you don't want to pull it out. <laughs> um, well, you do because it's heavy metal and it's terrible for you, but you know the, it doesn't work if you use a detox. So with organic deodorant, you have to do that. So the mask um, is super important. And then the scrub is just to use in parallel and all over your body because it's just amazing. And then everyone loves a good lip balm. And I couldn't find one that, that I love that was organic. I know there's some companies, the ones that are really big, but I wanted just a regular one. So I, I made that myself as well. Um, but yeah, so it definitely wanted them all to launch at one time in parallel. And I'm considering now that we're scaling to introduce some additional products to our product line. Um, but I wanted to keep it pretty simple. Like as you can see, my scrub is only one scent. My mask, there's only one. There's four deodorant scents at this time. We're currently working on a new scent right now. But I wanted to start with very few products and very few 
variants of those products. That's great. So can you tell us where you're currently selling? So I'm a director consumer on smellsweetcompany.com. So our website is is really, and you know, through our, our Instagram sync to it, but it's it's just our website right now. So we have an e-commerce shop and we also have a subscription portion. And then how do you drive people to your website? Yeah, so we drive them through Instagram. Um, we have a really good following there. Uh, Facebook, we also do giveaways. We have a pretty a pretty good email list that we've grown over the past year. Yeah, I don't we don't do many events. We're not I haven't done many events. I've done a couple. Um, but yeah, those are the main ways. Also influencers, I'm just starting to get more into that. Um, actually today, I'm really excited. The um, editor of Motherly just posted a shout out that she loves Smell Sweet Company deodorant. So I was so excited. And I just, I got her by just reaching out to her in, in a DM. Let's talk about Instagram real fast. So um, you said a lot of traffic comes that way. And on one of your most recent posts is that you guys actually do um, monthly giveaways. Yes, we do. Okay. Um, we do giveaways monthly, but that that monthly giveaway is based off of people who we just started them, and I've, I love it because we're starting to get more reviews. It's people who have used our product and give an honest review on either Facebook, Instagram, or our website. Okay, so you're doing, and so how do you email that out to your customers? Like, how do you get yes. them to know about that? Okay, yeah. So I email them, and I also in our latest insert. Um, that we send with our product that is also um, in there as well. Amazing. Yeah, no, it it's really helps because we, we get a lot of feedback, but it's a lot of emails or people saying, I love it. And I'm just like, we need to drive more to actually have that visibility. Um, so that's why we started that giveaway. And we've had great, we've had a lot more reviews. Incredible. So, all right. So you are right now you sell direct to customer and you've been getting it through building your email list and also through social media and what's next for smell sweet company, like for platforms for expansion. I know you talked about that. You're adding potentially a couple other products or scents. Yes. What else is next for you guys? Oh, yay. So we are, we're adding a new scent and I actually chose, we chose the scent because of surveys. So we did surveys to our list and to our existing customers, as well as people who have not purchased from us yet um, to ask them, you know, it was great because we asked them questions like, if you've purchased from us, what did you, what are the top reasons? Or, and we gave them like a list, you know, USDA organic, all natural products, price, you know, scents, op- other op- product options. And we really got to see what people's importance was. Like, was it just stating that we have natural ingredients or was it the seal or, um, or was it, you know, the sense we have. Um, so that's how we figured out our later scent. It's going to be, I haven't said anything yet, but it's going to be a citrus scent and it's wonderful and it's in the works right now. Um, but we're, what we're doing along, along with that is we're adjusting our container so currently we have actually a 60% plastic-free container, which is really good for um, the organic deodorant marketplace, um, and it's recyclable. But we've always, we're always looking to you know further that and and really become even more environmentally friendly. It's just very difficult. So if you're vegan, you obviously can't use 
beeswax. You use canuba wax. So with that, it coagulates very easily and it's just using like a cardboard or a, a container like that is quite difficult. So you don't see that a ton. So anything that's truly organic and vegan, it is very difficult to be in a cardboard container. Um, but we've been working on it for the past few months with our manufacturer and it is so close. You guys, I'm so excited. So we're going to likely have like a push pop almost. Um, and we're going to introduce that with our latest scent just to see, you know, test it to say, we're still going to keep our other scents in what they have for right now, um, but test this new scent in this new container. So we're super super excited about that. Um, we also, just from a platform perspective, like you guys, you know, multi, multi-stream machine. machine. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I love it. So um, we've been only in the one platform, really, the, the website, but you know, you need that multi-stream machine. So we are actually, or we got on Range Me. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but it's basically like this site where if you want to get into um, some stores, it's a requirement. So like Whole Foods. Um, and so I have a contact at Whole Foods. So what we're doing is we got on Range Me and um, we're starting to feel that out. It's new to us. So, you know, we're taking it slow. But yeah, it's really exciting. And I think the next platform for us is going to be stores. Yeah. That's awesome. We, we do teach about um, about range me on a on multi stream machine because there's certain products that do really well on that. Yes. So it's really exciting to see what you do with that. Right. Yes. I'm I'm curious. Are you on a Shopify site? Is that what you're on? Yes, Shopify. And then how did you do that survey? Just thinking about the tech of it, how did you do that survey? Was it a, a an app on there or or was it just respond to this email? So yep, I'm on Shopify. The survey was through email. Through email. Okay. Yeah. So they just responded to it. Okay. All well, right. yeah, it was through an app though. Like, so I oh. got them through an email, but it was through like a, a Shopify app. Right? No, it was, um, it was just through my email list, but it was like, like almost like a type form type. Oh, type like a third party app. app. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. not through your website. So okay, you just it. sync with Clavio and you know, just. Got it. Got it. Okay, great. Um, um, so I have a question. You have a free guide. And I'm wondering, because we teach a lot about opt-ins and typically if any of you follow service-based businesses or like if you've ever followed that model, people are like, you need an opt-in to grow your email list. Product people, typically that opt-in tends to be, you know, 10% off your first order, 15% off your first order. Um, But I do see that you have a free guide. It's a toxic free living in five simple steps guide that they can get if they give you their email address. How much of your traffic comes in through that? Like, do you do you optimize that opt-in? Is it on Pinterest, SEO? Could you yes. tell me a little bit more about it? We definitely optimize it. And usually there's a pop-up for it as well when people go to our site. However, right now we're doing a giveaway. So the pop-up leads to the giveaway. Mm-hmm. Um, so that opt-in is big for us. Um, we also have an opt-in where if people want to be friends with us, we say want to be friends and um, they can get 10% off if they give us their email that way. But I, I find nine times out of 10, people choose the opt-in with the free guide. And you chose toxic free living, but it's how did you toxify your bathroom? So did you decide to lean into the bathroom because that's where they apply deodorant or what was, okay. Absolutely. Um, That's, 
yeah, you keep your yeah. in your bathroom. So, so you're like, so I just wanted to point that out because for our listeners, basically sometimes they're, they're not sure what to start with, with, with an opt-in. And this is just so specifically that it's not, you're not saying, you know, even the top five cosmetic products necessarily, you're saying how to detoxify the bathroom that your body's in that bathroom. And you is one of them, your deodorant in this Five it tips is and so what it is is one of my deodorant my deodorants the first one the first uh-huh. and I just talk about why and then the second page of that opt-in is more about it like what our specific deodorant could bring you know to them and their healthy lifestyle so I so just as, as listeners are thinking about this in their business what are people what what else does your you know customer care about or what are they concerned about and how can you create some sort of opt-in that is something that you could bring in through SEO or put on Pinterest that people click on it where they want to think about this but then all of a sudden they're like oh wait but here's this you know natural deodorant um, so it's very smart um, obviously showing that your business has been built on your Shopify site and directly to customers and that you have been able to build this traffic through your social, through this opt-in, um, really on your own, which is quite amazing and or, like organically. Yeah, and that's definitely I we I started Pinterest uh, maybe in October of last year, so not a very long, but that is definitely one of my most clickable pins is our opt-in around this this five simple steps. Amazing. Yeah. So Rachel, I have a question about you being the face of your brand. Are you leading with you being the face of the brand? How have you found that has been working? I see you a bit on your Instagram feed. Um, How are you approaching that? Yeah, so great question because I always went back and forth. (laughs) And to be honest, I still kind of do. At first, I was like, no, I don't want to be the face of the brand. I want to, you know, the, the products and our models and just people who talk about it to be more more of it. But as I got into it, I, my, my mindset changed. Um, I'm definitely now posting myself, like talking about stuff in my stories and just being really just me and relatable and authentic and what I would want in a brand. I think that's how we beat out these these big brand names that you see every day, like at the Target and you know, I can rattle off, you know, the top three deodorant brands that just have tons of, you know, capital. Um, but they don't have that personal aspect to it. And I so I said I just wanted to lean into that. And now more than ever I I have been and I really think it has increased not only sales, but increased my love for this business. And I don't know if that sounds weird, but I actually just feel even more invested. I love it. I do, I do like silly videos now. It's fun. Yeah, you're doing such a great job. Do you do all your social media, like your Instagram? Is that you or is, do you have a team behind you? That is me. I'm very anal I uh, about it. <laughs> I don't know why, but I am. Like I really like it light, bright, the messaging, especially because we're such a, you know, we're a, new, we're a new brand. We're a small business. So I definitely want to control that messaging. We did hire a company to do um, our advertisements, so our Facebook ads, uh, but not the actual posting to our Instagram. How did that go? Uh, how did your Facebook ads go? Yeah, you know, not, I didn't love it. So we did, we started with a, a, a business that, that uh, covered it. So not, not just like a person, but an actual 
big company um, took over our Facebook ad account and it was very, it's very expensive. So an uh, agency, right? An agency. Yeah. Did they take a cut too or um, no? No. So they just, I paid them a monthly fee plus my ad spend. And, you know, that's close to, you know, I'll be honest, I was like $10,000 a month and I'm a small business kept doing it myself and I wasn't seeing the return. And I was seeing the return in the sense like slowly, which obviously that's the case. I just couldn't consistently be doing that. It was not worth it. Um, And I just, I'm a, you know, self-funded business at this time. I am working on um, getting into this program around investor readiness, but Prior to that, you know, I'm self-funded and I, I I couldn't spend that money. It's just crazy for the return. So it didn't work out. I wanted to try it though because I wanted to see if... I only did it for a couple of months because that's really all I could do. And I, I wanted to say at least I tried it. Um, it just wasn't the right timing. Take us a little bit more behind the scenes. Like, Were there any mistakes that you made that you wanted to share perhaps or any unexpected surprises that you uh, realized? Anything like that? Yeah, there's so many. Gosh, probably <laughs> so many mistakes, you know, trying to just do it yourself. Um, and, and so many surprises. I, you know, a surprise. I know people talk about, and probably your listeners know about a pre-launch. I, I didn't really understand the concept when I first, you know, dove in. You guys, it is so important to do a pre-launch. So you really are testing your not only your your idea, but your potential customers on what they want. And I was late in the game. I should have started my pre. I only did my pre-launch for a couple months. I wish I did it longer. Um, I really do because it, it not only brings them on for the journey. You can get such great feedback for free. You know, you're just getting their input, getting their feedback, growing your email list. Um, and what I did with my pre-launch, even though I came late into the game, I wish I, again, did it more, longer. Um, I just did a simple giveaway. You don't even have to do anything you know, that costs a lot of money. Like I didn't even have my product, <laughs> product yet. But I said, once you launch, you can win my product um, and some other stuff as well. So not just my product because they're probably like, who are you? <laughs> so um, definitely, I recommend a decent length of a pre-launch. And then in that case, you're, you know, validating your product is what you mean, right? Because you're not, you haven't actually launched. So they are anticipating that you will launch, but you're not really giving anything away yet. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you would think like, who would want to give an email or or get involved in something that hasn't even come out, but you'd be surprised in how many people just want to be in for the journey. So, Yeah. So Rachel, we like to wrap up our interviews with a, a few quick fire questions. Did you want to jump into those? Yeah, they're, they're fun. I'm sure if you've listened to the podcast, you've heard them. Yes, I've heard a few of them. Uh, okay, well, <laughs> we're, so, we're so glad that you've been on this podcast. So, but the fun questions um, is, so we're going to start, what is your coffee order? So yeah, it's nitro with sweet cream, except... Oh my gosh, that's my coffee order. Is it? The twins. Yes, at Starbucks. It's amazing, so, right? Good. It's so good. Except I went vegan for a little while. So it was quite hard because the sweet cream, I tell you, yeah, something for you. So I, I, I still stay away from dairy, but I have to have my nitro with sweet cream. I have to. There are some things and, and the thing with Starbucks is they haven't really moved into 
they've got alternative milks, but you know, there's just some things you can't replace. Um, okay. What is the favorite thing on your desk? Um, yeah. So I think it's, at least right now, it's this little bottle called little ray of sunshine. And my friend, my best friend made it for me and it's just like a spray (laughs) and I spray it and it just smells so great. And I get a little bit of seasonal depression, I guess you could say. And I just like, so this time of year, you know, you just spray it's a little uplifting why we work from home. I love that. Okay. So finish the sentence. When I pick up my phone, I... I immediately check my email. Literally, like I wake up, my phone is next to my bed. I roll over and I check my emails because I, I like don't I don't respond to any of them. I just look through them all, especially with my you know my nine to five job, um, just to kind of get an idea of what's going on through the day. What do I need to do? Or I can't literally have my coffee, you know, enjoy my kids or or brush my teeth without. <laughs> without knowing. <laughs> you know, most people are like, oh, stay away from your phone in the morning. I have to look at my email. Yeah. Um, okay. So you wish you knew how to. Yeah. I wish I knew how, I know this is probably weird, but I wish I knew how to high dive because I've always been intrigued how people can like do all these flips and make these tiny little splashes. I don't know how it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> so random, but I'm amazing. Up, but I want to do it. It's true. It's actually fascinating watching those, like watching it. I'm like addicted to watching it. And I'm just like, how's the splash so little? I love that answer. Um, What was the last show that you binge watched? Yeah. So I I just got over. I I don't know if this is an old show or not. I don't think it's too old, but Schitt's Creek. And it is so funny. And David is the best character ever. And then what should the title in your email signature actually say? Oh gosh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. Uh, I don't know. Does does everything? <laughs> Doer of all. Doer of all. I like that. Okay. <laughs> there you are. Um, and then, do you do you have an alter ego or a stage persona? Yeah, no, I I don't. You know, I'm a what you see is what you get type person. You know, my brand is all about transparency and ingredients um, in the personal care industry, and I just. I, I just want to carry that through um, into into my biz, into my everyday life. Um, <laughs> but I was thinking about this, and when I was in high school, there was this like amazing sub shop that it, we always grab lunch at during our breaks, lifeguarding on the Cape, and and you basically place your order, a guy makes it, you know, and then yells it out your name when it's ready. And for some reason, I always gave them the name Skylar. Like, I just thought it was so like amazing and cool, you know, being like a high school kid, like, ooh, Skylar. <laughs> That's my sister's name. Is and it? she's amazing. So is she amazing she and cool? She yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was my go-to sub name. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Okay. So what is your most used or favorite emoji? Yeah, I love this question. You guys, I love hearing people's answers too. Mine's definitely, uh, well, I have two, like the two arms up, like praise the Lord or, or bowing one for sure is my uh-huh. all-time favorite. And I also use a lot like the, you know, the I don't know shoulder shrug. Oh, the shoulder one. shrug. I yeah. know. That's really good. I love um, those two. Like, okay. I So Rachel, we very much believe entrepreneur years are like dog years. You learn a lot very quickly. What would you, what would you say to baby Rachel, I guess 10 months ago, right? If you could go back and give some advice now that you're further along on your entrepreneurial journey. Oh, good question. I, I would definitely say start earlier because 
even with all my background, I'm I waited 20 years pretty much to start my to start my company. And I wish I just gave myself the chance to say, you know, I can do this. Like I can have a job, I can run a household, I can have kids, I can be a great mom and still run a business that rocks. Um, so I wish I wish I started this years ago and I had, you know, that that confidence to do so. Amazing. I love well, that. Thank advice. you. And please tell our listeners how they can connect with you and how they can purchase Smell Sweet. Yeah. So yeah. So smellsweetcompany.com is where you can purchase us. And you can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at smellsweetcompany. Our Instagram is super light, bright, feminine, fun. And normally, most of, well, basically all the time, you're talking to me. <laughs> um, so I really love engaging with my customers. I do. I don't know if I can give it up. I do have a, a VA that helps me sometimes, but I really love it. So, So yeah. Yeah. Mina and I, same. We hired someone to manage our, our Instagram at some point. We've taken it back, but um, we also are always in the DM. Yes. And really the coolest thing about Instagram is that no matter who it is, I always talk about like Matthew McConaughey, but like he's in his DM technically, right? There's, there's They don't typically have people, even if they're managing it, they get those right. alerts. So I love that you can connect with that outreach uh, through the DM. Absolutely. It's, it's great. Um, so thank you so much for being on the Product Boss Podcast as always. And we cannot wait to see where and how you grow. Thank you. Thank yeah, you both thanks, so much. Rachel. Thank you, Rachel, for being on the podcast. So guys, she has a very special offer for the listeners of the Product Boss Podcast. If you head over to smellsweetcompany.com and you can get that in the show notes and you make your first purchase, she's actually giving 20% off of her products for our listeners. All you have to do is use the code, the product boss at checkout, and you can get 20% off her products. I mean, that is an amazing deal. Yeah. Thanks so much, Rachel. She was so generous with her content and we are just so excited to see how her business grows. So again, that's the product boss at her website and you'll get 20% off. And then as you guys heard in this episode, Rachel has really built this brand organically using Pinterest and using Instagram and really engaging with her customers. If you have not already purchased a year of content, this episode is brought to you by a year of content made by the product boss. And that's where we teach you how to create content that engages with your customers without always yelling, buy now, buy now, or sale, sale. Um, and you can access that amazing course at a year of and check out the show notes for that. Yeah, we made it super affordable. It's only $37 and we are so excited. We've seen thousands of students go through it and they are loving it because they finally know what to say to their customers. So check that out. I put all the links into the show notes. This episode is over, but it doesn't have to end. Head over to our Facebook group, search for the Product Boss Biz Community or the link is also in the show notes. Come connect with other product bosses just like you. We'll see you in there. If you love the Product Boss Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, share, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time, Product Bosses, let's make it happen.